Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Vitamin A, for instance, 
can potentially cause liver, da liver damage, skeletal abnormalities, peeling skin, oh and or hair loss. And too much synthetic zinc can block the absorption of bioavailable copper, which is necessary for proper immune function. These same nutrients, and it's found naturally in whole foods, are completely harmless, of course. But when they are manufactured in a lab and injected into processed foods that have been stripped of their natural nutrient content, commercial breakfast cereal is a perfect example of this, the effects can be quite different. Fruit producers often fortify foods with large amounts of vitamins and minerals to make their products appear neuronutritious so they will sell better, extends EWG report. Uh, fortified breakfast cereals are the number one source of excessive intake because all three nutrients added to fortified foods in amounts calculated for adults, not children. Whole food vitamins are safe to consume in high levels. Uh, though the EWG report does not make a clear distinction between whole food-based vitamins and the chemical imi imitators commonly added to processed foods, the evaluation clearly demonstrates that synthetic vitamins are the problem because they lack the necessary cofactors required for proper meta metabolism. Uh, synthetic vitamins tend to lack tax the body rather than feed it. Excessive exposure to fortified nutrients is the result of unscrupulous marketing, flawed nutrition la labeling, and outdated fortification policies, as the EWG report. The current nutrition labeling system put children's health at risk and is in dire need of reform. Isn't that amazing? Eh? Unbelievable. And you can go to ewg.org and read the entire um, uh, report. And again, it's important to note that these findings pertain to synthetic vitamins as they are added back into overprocessed foods and to not to whole foods that are naturally high in vitamins. The findings also do not pertain to whole food-based vitamin supplements derived from actual foods rather than synthetic chemicals. Amazing, huh? Yeah, just amazing. So anyway, uh, you, can, you can check this article out, by the way, at uh, Natural Food, na uh, Natural News. Uh, natural, Nat natural News. Natural News.org, right? And uh, here's another thing that uh, anybody who's um, interested in uh, in Cures for Lyme disease. Well, I think a and, lot of people uh, are. And uh, cancer, uh, not cancer, uh, cannabis. Uh, well, turns out that cannabis or marijuana kicks Lyme disease to the curb. That's right, folks. Lyme disease has been con controversial for some years, mm. and many medical practitioners misdiagnose it, while think, uh, several link that it, uh, rather think that it's mental. With Lyme disease, there are so many symptoms, so many debilitating, agonizing manifestations that it often misdiagnosed as multiple sclerosis, chronic fatigue, lupus, or a mental issue. Or a mental issue. Lyme disease is caused by the spirochetal bacteria of the Borrelia genus. Spirochetes are composed of about 40% DNA and have a double membrane envelopes that make them difficult to trace and kill. They are apparently able to hide in deep tissue and change shape to disguise their identity. They are somewhat similar to the bacteria behind syphilis, as Lyme disease affects the nervous system and brain also. 
Going through the medical system with Lyme disease was like being a ball in an old-fashioned pinball game machine. Being on antibiotics forever is risking serious adverse events, or at least reducing one's immunity to invite all sorts of other complications. All this is without a complete cure, but now there is considerable hope with cannabis. Um, cannabis Lyme successes. There are two levels of handling Lyme with cannabis, managing symptoms well by smoking marijuana or completely reversing the disease with cannabis oil. Not many are aware of cannabis oil pioneered by Rick Simpson a few years ago. Rick has said that most of the healing qualities of cannabis are lost in the smoke. That's interesting. Alexis, uh, diagnosed with late-stage Lyme disease, is an example of someone handling symptoms without uh, pharmaceuticals by smoking marijuana. She was on antibiotics long enough for her gastrointestinal tract to be damaged and to be hospitalized with hemorrhagic uh, colitis. Uh, she was taken off antibiotics and put, a, and, and put on several strong pain prescriptions that were barely effective while putting her into lower emotional states. Then she tried smoking marijuana. That routine handed, handled most of her nausea, um, enabled her to eat well enough to avoid wasting away, and helped her sleep better and eased her pain while alleviating her mood. She maintains that marijuana has been the best thing for her Lyme disease. Alexis wrote in a hospital, I have needed, I have, I have needed to have morphine or lorazepam through an IV to accomplish what smoking a few grams of cannabis does on the comfort of my couch in a fraction of the time. But Alexis is looking for a long-term solution. Some have discovered that solution using cannabis oil for Lyme disease. Cannabis oil is a highly concentrated substance that's extracted and reduced from large amounts of cannabis with a good balance of THC and other cannabinoids. It has become increasingly available in states that allow medical marijuana, but it's also available underground if you search on the Internet. This is the stuff that has been curing cancer lately. And uh, Shelly Shelley White's okay, Lyme right. disease was so debilitating that she endured at least 10 seizures daily for a year and a half. She began smoking marijuana from a pipe and then switched to inhaling it through a vaporizer. Just from that, her seizures had stopped. Then she decided to go to the next level of using cannabis oil. After a month of the oil, she was able to return to work and school. At the time of writing her story, she was happy to announce that she could now move out and live on her own and enjoy a normal social life. An internet radio show called High Noon interviewed a couple of Lyme disease victims who had been using cannabis oil successfully, Pamela Bailey and Lisa Sykes. Um, it says, listen via the link. Yeah, Okay, so cannabis should look, uh, Lyme, Lyme should look into cannabis since it handles so many ailments associated with Lyme disease. Yeah. So anyway, that's... Uh, that's but if you want to know their story, you can go to uh, yeah, go Natural to, News. Go to naturalnews.com. One of the best, uh, best sites I've ever, I've ever known for this stuff. And the title of the article is Cannabis Kicks Lyme Disease. Now, here's another one. Um, okay. Um, diet soda, aspartame linked to premature deaths in women. 
That's, that's kind of amazing, yeah. Um, a decade-long study of 60,000 women has confirmed that drinking diet soda sweetened with aspartame is linked with a 30% increase in heart attack risk and 50% increase in death risk. The findings presented at the American College of Cardiology have already been partially swept under the rug with the false explanation that diet drinks don't necessarily cause these risks but are instead merely correlated with them. Women who, who toss back too many diet sodas may be trying to make up for unhealthy habits, claims an article on CNBC, while citing no evidence whatsoever to support the claim. Keep in mind that any time a synthetic vitamin is correlated with increased mortality, the entire scientific community immediately describes those scientific vitamins as causing death. Correlation is causation only when industry-funded scientists say it is. Mm -hmm. Aspartame is a neurotoxin. What scientists refuse to explore, even when the data clearly show a strong death risk association is that aspartame is a neurotoxin. The reason why women who drink diet soda have a 50% increased death risk is, of course, far more likely to be a cause by what's in the diet soda rather than some lifestyle choice. Aspartame, after all, is made from the species of genetically engineered bacteria. It is not a natural sugar, but rather a chemical compound created in an industrial lab used in diet sodas. It breaks down into a number of chemical compounds, including formaldehyde and methanol. During digestion, the formaldehyde is oxidized in formic acid, uh, a chemical known to cause toxicity in mammalian biology. Formic acid is also secreted by ants as part of their chemical weapons arsenal. Aspartame denialists try to pretend that all of this formaldehyde, methanol, and formic acid has no effect on human health. Their argument is identical to that of GMO denialists. GMOs are harmless. It's even the same argument as mercury denialists. Mercury is harmless. Why then is aspartame so frequently linked to blurred vision, headaches, and neurological problems when repeatedly consumed in the form of diet drinks? In fact, there are over 90 side effects linked to aspartame, including headaches, migraines, dizziness, seizures, nausea, numbness, rashes, depression, irritability, insomnia, hearing loss, vision problems, loss of taste, vertigo, and memory loss. Soda companies and misinformed doctors all try to pretend none of these side effects are real, that people are all imagining their headaches, their blurred vision, numbness, and insomnia. That's how unethical the soda industry is. They poison their own customers with a neurotoxic chemical then call them delusional when they suffer neurological side effects. If you drink diet soda, you are murdering yourself. <laughs> the, the, the bottom line is all this. If you drink diet soda, you are essentially murdering yourself. Call it slow suicide. There are a thousand beverages healthier than diet sodas. Tea, fruit juice, mineral water, raw almond milk. Even non-diet sodas are better uh, for you than diet sodas. And diet sodas have been conclusively proven to have no effect whatsoever on weight loss. So drinking them is a useless diet gesture to begin with. If for some reason you are still drinking diet soda, find a healthier beverage and stop poisoning yourself to death. Okay? And uh, so I'm gonna, I want to send this to, uh, to somebody that we know. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I'll send it to 
Do you think you can find it, or you want me to send it now? I could send it. You send it now. <laughs> okay. Uh, we are going to send this over to someone as soon as I can figure out how to do that. Uh, to email this article. Oh, email your address. No, 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 no. Um, uh, yeah, I can't. I can't figure out how to. How to uh, send it. I thought they had a What you have to do is download it. Yeah. And uh, then you can send it over as an attachment. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I can't do that right now because we're in the middle of the That's show. That's what we have to do. Okay. Uh, this is another interesting thing. Battle for humanity is nearly lost. The global food supply is deliberately engineered to end life. We've been telling people that for years, but, you know, you know about it. Anybody who knows GMOs know that they're about good for you. After having now analyzed over a 1,000 foods, superfoods, vitamins, junk food, popular um, beverages for, for heavy, heavy metals, metals and other substances at the Natural News Forensic Food Lab, I have arrived at the conclusion, conclusion so alarming and urgent that it can only be stated bluntly. Based on what I'm seeing via atomic uh, spectrum, copy analysis of all the dietary substances people are consuming on a daily basis. I must now announce that the battle for humanity is nearly lost. The food supply appears to be intentionally designed to end human life rather than nourish it. Life-destroying toxins intentionally engineered into the food supply. My lab has, just, has uncovered scientific proof that substances are intentionally formulated into dietary products to drive consumers mentally insane while causing widespread infertility, organ damage, and loss of any ability to engage in rational, conscious thinking. Wow. These toxic substances are being found across the entire food supply, including a conventional foods, organic foods, natural products, and dietary supplements. This goes far beyond the mere contamination of foods with heavy metals, a subject which is grave uh, all by itself. Rather, this is about the intentional formulation of toxic substances into products consumed by the masses on a regular basis. The result is what you see unfolding right around you now, mass insanity, incredible escalations of criminality among political operatives, clinical insanity among an increasing number of mainstream media writers and reporters, widespread infertility in young couples, skyrocketing rates of kidney failure and dialysis patients, plus a near total loss of rational thinking among the voting masses. The effects of this are devastating to human civilization, the collapse of a capable workforce, the rise of the masses dependent on government for survival, the collapse of free democracies due to the cognitive retardation of the voting masses, an exploding prison population, and the rise of for-profit corporate prison systems and even the near-complete collapse of any ability of the news-consuming public to parse and comprehend even the most basic information, such as the national debt figure. The long-term effects of this widespread food poisoning phenomenon will be the utter downfall of modern human civilization for numerous reasons, ranging from economic non-sustainability to environmental destruction and the global rise of political violence as we are seeing right now in Kiev 
as more and more lab results have been documented here at the Natural News Forensic Food Lab, it has become increasingly apparent to me that humanity cannot survive the mass-engineered poisoning of the food supply. You are, of course, being expertly distracted for, from all of this with Powerball, jackpots, tabloid, celebrity news, uh, staged uh, political drama, and, of course, the all-time favorite distraction of ever-crumbling empire, violent sports. Mm. What we're finding in foods, vitamins, and supplements. What I've published so far just barely scratches the surface of what we're finding. Here's an overview of some of the incredibly shocking findings we have now documented. The now infamous yoga mat chemical used by Subway in their breads is also widely used across the fast food industry. McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, Wendy's, Arby's, and many other restaurants are also using the chemical ethyldicarbonamide, which is linked to cancer, important, which is linked to cancer. Importantly, this is not a contaminant. This is an ingredient which is intentionally added to the recipes in order for the chemical to be consumed by the masses. There is no logical reason why chemicals like ethyldicarbonamide need to be added to recipes of fast food, breads, and buns. The chemical serves no necessary functional or nutritive purpose. It seems to exist solely for the purpose of delivering the chemicals to hundreds of millions of consumers by blending it into popular fast foods. The sandwiches in which the chemical is found are merely delivery mechanisms for toxic substances that harm human biology. Many mainstream popular vitamin brands are intentionally spiked with such high levels of copper that if taken on a daily basis, they will cause mental insanity and psychosis. Some of these vitamin brands are routinely advertised on television to the mainstream masses, encouraging them to consume the vitamins, many of which are manufactured by companies owned in full of heart by pharmaceutical interests. A popular dietary herb designed to improve fame performance actually contains very high levels of lead in most products we tested, which were sourced from China. Lead is a toxic heavy metal that damages brain function. In this way, people who are suffering from early dementia or Alzheimer's are actually accelerated toward brain destruction via certain herbal supplements which appear designed to deliver toxic heavy metals to their brains. It was truly shocking to me to discover that brain herbs contain so much lead that they contribute to brain damage. At the same time, we found that the very same brain herb, when grown in the USA, contains virtually no heavy metals. This is proof that the herb does not naturally absorb heavy metals as if by magic. Interestingly, the highest level of brain-damaging metals are consistently found in herbs imported from China. I'm openly asking this question. Is there a covert heavy metals war being waged against America by China? After all, poisoning the population with heavy metals is a very effective way to collapse a nation by destroying the sanity and health of its people. Go ahead. Popular children vitamins sold in nearly every grocery store and pharmacy across America are especially formulated to be incredibly toxic to developing neurology. The number of synthetic toxic chemicals added to nearly every popular brand of children's vitamins is truly staggering, 
and many of them seem to be selected for their ability to target and disrupt neurological function. From a purely scientific point of view, these vitamins would honestly have been uh, have to be called poison pills. Yet parents are encouraged to feed them to their children every single day as part of a modern-day health ritual that actually causes long-term harm. At our atomic spectroscopy lab, we have confirmed trace levels of aluminum in regular atmospheric air, confirming the fact that all agricultural soils are being inundated with aluminum, which is literally falling out of the sky. This is not merely aluminum in our laboratory air, as many labs contain aluminum floors of furniture, causing an unusually high aluminum concentration in laboratory air. Rather, parts per billion concentrations of aluminum have been measured in regular atmospheric air samples, far from any building or laboratory. The result of this phenomenon is that all aluminum levels are rising in nearly all soil-grown crops from which everyday food is derived. While aluminum is far less harmful than lead, calcium, or mercury, the repeated accumulation of aluminum is believed to be tied to the degenerative brain disorders across the population. As natural news readers already know, GM corn is engineered to grow a deadly toxin inside each and every grain of corn. This deadly toxin is then consumed by all the people who unknowingly eat genetically engineered crops via breakfast cereals, corn tortillas, oh boy, uh, corn snack chips, etc. This mass poisoning of the population is clearly intentional as it is deliberately engineered into the crops, which is grown for the sole purpose of human and animal consumption. This mass poisoning is not accidental. In other words, and in fact, the technology is promoted under the justification that it will feed the world. Indeed, it will feed the world poison. Food has become a weapon against humanity. As you can see from these examples, food has become a weapon against humanity. It is a new vector for a stealth world war against humankind, a war which is being quietly waged right this very moment with weapons you would probably find in your own pantry. World War I was fought primarily in the trenches with soldiers slinging chunks of lead at each other and using crude chemical weapons like mustard gas. World War II was fought with genocidal intentions using more advanced kinetic weapons and chemical weapons engineered by pharmaceutical companies. Our World War II in the Nazi era came, out of World War II in the Nazi era came IG Farben, the chemical pharma conglomerate, which was later split into three companies, one of which is known as Bayer, the same company that makes children's aspirin and various chemicals throughout the food supply. World War III appears to be underway and is being waged as a stealth war via the food supply. The chemicals are very similar to those used in World War I and World War II, except that instead of being deployed in the battlefield, today's chemical weapons are deployed via the food supply and often even listen right on the, uh, listed right on, the, right on ingredients labels. It says listed instead of listed. Listed right on the ingredients labels. Toxic ingredients like sodium nitrate and aspartame are formulated to work at subacute levels so they don't cause people to drop dead right away. Instead, they cause chronic long-term degenerative collapse of the body and mind, leaving behind a wake of global cancer, kidney failure, and extreme mental disorders, including psychosis. 
This damage to the body and mind in turn destroys economies, education systems, scientific advancements, free democracies, and even cultural integrity. Uh, sodium nitrates are, uh, are found in all hot dogs and processed meats, right? Of Thank course, you. aspartame is formulated, you know, it's, it's found in every art it's artificial, everything artificial is sweeter, sweetener. The silent food bombing of humanity. When the United States Air Force, did, what the United States Air Force did to Dresden in World War II by a high elevation bombing runs, the global chemical and food conglomerates are now doing to the world population via the drive-through window. But there are no bombs dropping out of the sky, and there are no firestorms lighting up the cityscapes at night. Instead, the silent, ignorant masses are simply marched to their deaths one meal at a time, almost like a cargo train full of endless, full of useless eaters, in uh, quotation marks, clicking and clacking its way to Auschwitz. On the way to their own deaths, of course, they pay the mandatory tolls to the pharmaceutical giants, hospitals, cancer clinics, doctors, health insurance mandates, much like the victims of Nazi genocide had their gold pullings pull out of their mouths before they were gassed to death. Today's mainstream consumers are emptied of their bank accounts, assets, and insurance policies before finally being discarded by the system. There are tremendous profits to be made, you see, from first poisoning the masses and then treating them for the side effects of that poisoning. This racket is so massive and so deeply embedded in our greed-driven culture that very few people ever even recognize it's happening to them. But make no mistake, you are not valued by the system for your humanity, your spirit, your innovation, or your imagination. You're only valued for your tax base at first, then ultimately your disease management profits, which enrich global corporations while you are poked, prodded, dosed, irradiated, and drugged to death, while the hospital racks up page after page of medical procedure billing codes which will be covered by Medicare or Obamacare. Here's the way out. Grow your own food. Sounds too grim to be true? Let's look at some solutions on the positive side. The way out of this is to grow your own food, or at least buy as much as you can from local farmers and CSAs. Any food acquired through mainstream corporate sources is likely to be intentionally engineered, laced, and packaged with incredible toxic poisons ranging from heavy metals to hormone disrupting packages, uh, packaging containers, but food grown by honest farmers provides genuine nourishment, not death. In fact, the future of human civilization almost certainly belongs exclusively to those who either grow their own food or make arrangements for others to grow it for them. And the factory-made food consumed by the masses is quite truly a poison delivery system that has no purpose other than mass death and profit and disease. If you wish to avoid being a victim of this system, you must avoid its products. Stop buying packaged processed foods. Utterly avoid all processed meats containing sodium nitrate, uh, and uh, including bacon, hot dogs, sausage, ham, deli meats, pepperoni pizza, and even beef jerky. Stop drinking all diet soda. Obviously, aspartame is toxic to biology. All artificial sweeteners have harmful side effects if consumed, if consumed in sufficient quantity. Be skeptical of natural products that are heavily processed and refined in some way. Ask about countries of origin. Check heavy metal lab results to stay informed. And except for rare exceptions, stop buying superfoods and 
supplements made in China, the most, uh, the world's most polluted food producer. The U.S. natural products industry has practically been taken over by China over the last decade, uh, and much of what you think is safe and organic is actually heavily polluted, either accidentally or deliberately in mainland China. Look Maybe look, uh, look around. Yeah. Look around you for the evidence right in front of your eyes. Or maybe you think I'm crazy one for mentioning any of this. If that's the case, I encourage you to look around you and see the results of what happens to people when they eat yoga mat chemicals, aspartame like sodas, synthetic food preservatives, and cheap vitamins contaminated with heavy metals. Unless you're living in a complete state of denial, you can't help but notice that humanity has become a race of near mutants or barely have a shred of health and sanity remaining. A modern young man growing up today in America and living on processed food is a little more than a shadow of the strong, vibrant young men who worked the farms just three generations ago. Today's generation of youth is pathetic, weak, academically inept, and heavily pampered with their video game consoles. Little in drugs and air-conditioned schools with watered-down curriculum. They've been dumbed down, stripped of nutrients, and medicated to the point where their literal zombies now walk among us. In fact, the people all around you are over-medicated, over-fed, and at the same time widely malnourished. Their brains and bodies are heavily contaminated with destructive chemicals, heavy metals, and synthetic materials. They've lost nearly all high cognitive functions and now survive on lower brainstem functions, which explains the radical rise in sex crimes, behavioral addiction, substance abuse, and violent crimes across society today. In a very real sense, the daily consumption of processed food has become a ritual of slow suicide, mindlessly repeated everywhere. Uh, where did I, I went up and set it down. Uh, let's see. Uh oh. Mindlessly repeated everywhere. No, I am lost here. Um, okay, right there. Uh, okay, right there. Uh, ritual supposed to mindlessly repeated everywhere that factory foods have invaded. Yep, uh, okay. Once, uh, everywhere that factory foods have, have invaded once in society. While Republicans blame Democrats, I'm sorry, folks, we lost our place there. While Republicans blame Democrats and Democrats blame Republicans, Republicans, the truth is that they are all being system systematically poisoned and thereby driven to precisely the kind of insanity we see played out across the newspaper headlines and news broadcasts. We are, we are far past the age of reason in the modern Western world, and we will not survive the stealth war that releases weapons of dietary mass destruction with each tempting bite of seductive food that's engineered for death instead of life. This is far beyond any single issue of labeling GMOs or buying organic or testing foods for heavy metals. This is about how human civilization is being brought to its knees by the most insidious stealth weapon ever experienced in our collective history, processed foods laced with toxic substances. Heed these words or you too shall die a victim of this insidious, deliberate war against life, health, and sanity. Yeah. So you can go to, uh, you can also go to uh, tv.naturalnews.com and see some of their videos. It's, it's very, this is an excellent site, folks. And 
uh, really, really gives you a tremendous amount of information. Um, I think I'm going to go to a quick music break, and then we'll do that. What do you think? Sure. All right. Let's take the music here. college. 
getting settled into a career and moving on with my life, says Sarah Jane, a business travel consultant from Southie, Bedfordshire. But in a cruel twist, the very treatment that saved her life back then was probably responsible for her developing cancer in her left breast 20 years later. When my oncologist told me this, my whole body felt numb, she says. It's almost unbelievable to think that you can cure one cancer only for another cancer to come back decades later. Though it was a huge blow to her, the breast cancer did not come as a complete surprise. In 2003, the Department of Health issued an alert calling for any woman treated for Hodgkin lymphoma with mantle field radiotherapy, where treatment is administered by a large area of the neck, chest, and armpits to contact their doctor. It followed research by the National Cancer Research Institute that found that this group was at an increased rate of developing breast cancer. About 5,000 women were thought to have received this treatment since 1962. Sarah Jane was put in touch with a breastfeeding clinic as a result of this alert and given an annual mammogram from the age of 33. She also examined herself regularly. It was in, indeed, it was finding a tiny lump while she was in the bath one night at age 36 that prompted her to have a checkup that led to the cancer diagnosis. When I felt that my stomach drop, I knew it could be cancer. According to a 2012 study of 5,000 women by the Institute of Cancer Research, those treated for Hodgkin's lymphoma at a young age have up to a 50% chance of developing breast cancer in the 40 years after treatment. Most at risk of those treated age 10 to 14. Their risk is 22 times higher. So we're talking about a very low dose of radiation. The developing breasts of young females are particularly sensitive. When you're treating a tumor, you're targeting the DNA, the genetic blueprint of that cancer cell. We're using radiotherapy to puncture holes in the DNA from which the cancer cell can't recover. Normal tissue are more sophisticated. They can recover from the x-ray damage in a few hours. But nevertheless, particularly sensitive cells can still have some form of persisting x-ray-induced DNA damage, which can years later give them a higher sensitivity to cancer development. Advances in treatment mean that Hodgkin's patients treated today should have a lower risk of developing a second cancer. Now we know we can treat a much smaller area with radiotherapy than we would have done routinely in the past, says Dr. Craven. And we know that from trials that we can give a lower dose than before. The technology 20 years later is quite different. Still very scary. And this article really, really goes on. So I just thought I'd mention this. I was watching this. Uh Contortionist, and I got sent over to me. <laughs> the contortionist video. Oh boy! He's turning himself upside down or inside out. The folks at home don't know what's happening yeah, in the audio. I know. I, I, I just, I, I have a kind of, I like to go to Facebook for a lot of information because people send me on Tuesday nights and uh, through the week people send me a lot of stuff. But Guy Orville Spencer sent me a video. On this, uh, a contortion. I just contortion. Yeah, it's like, oh my God, it's really. I, can you? Can you? You can't even believe it. I can't even imagine she's got her legs over her <laughs> shoulders. 
He said, my back sugar is just watching this girl. <laughs> it's like, oh, cow. I gotta share that with somebody. This is a good one. Thanks, Orville. <laughs> <laughs> and she looks like she's not stretching yeah. hard at all, I have to say. If you want to look at it, you can go to, uh, who can they go to? I don't know. But it's actually from, uh, Probably from YouTube or something. No, it's, uh, I don't know, it's not, it's not HD or something, but, uh, I don't know where it's from. Uh, it's a friend of mine, uh, Orville Spencer sent it over. Pretty bizarre. Holy cow. Very bizarre. Ah, sorry, folks. <laughs> but all my Facebook did, friends did are you, getting it. Did you happen to see this? Uh, <laughs> Americans are put on a terror database for buying computers, waiting for yes, relatives. Yes, I saw that. Uh, in fact, I posted it. That I was going to read that one. Yeah. yeah. It's really freaky. It's very freaky. They're filing a lawsuit over it. And this is from Prison Planet, Alex Jones. Five Californians are fighting the Department of Justice in court over the fact they've been entered into a terrorism database over entirely innocent activities such as taking photographs, buying a computer, and even waiting for relatives at a nearby train station. Courthouse News reports that ACLU and the Asian American Advancing Justice Asian Law Caucus are representing the plaintiffs who have been entered into a suspicious activity reports database and could remain on it for decades to come. The database is part of a federal government program which encourages local state law, state and law enforcement to report any suspicious activity they believe could be related to terrorism. The database is just one of many managed to the Department of Homeland Security's controversial fusion centers. According to a government report, over 35,000 names have been added to this database by 2013. An individual is reported to um, reported in an SAR is flagged as a person with a potential nexus to terrorism and automatically falls under law enforcement scrutiny, which may include intrusive questioning by local or federal law enforcement agencies. Even when the FBI concludes that the person did not have any nexus to terrorism, an SAR can haunt an individual for decades as SARs remain in the federal database for up to 30 years. Can you imagine? Yeah. Boy. Not real. So anyway. Um. <laughs> uh, okay, so there's a lawsuit on this. Yeah. It's quite a long article if you want to read it. Go to Alex Jones's Prison Planet, and it's under a lawsuit. Americans put on a terror database for buying computers, waiting for relatives at train stations, and it was written by Stephen Watson. All right. Um, yeah, I'm going to hang on a second. I've got some stuff I wanted to. I've got something else I wanted to give you tonight. Some amazing stuff. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, lethal engineered pathogens are the stock and trade of our government. It's true, folks. Uh, this is by our friend uh, at uh, Geo uh, Engineering. Uh -huh. um, 
Dave Wigington. Uh, we had him on the show, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, where do you think all the Nazi biochemists, war criminals, went after World War II? They came here. They went to Russia, and many came to the United States. There are now numerous cases of outbreaks around the globe that appear to be from engineered pathogens. There are things going on behind the military-industrial complex curtain that are beyond rational comprehension. If we continue to look the other way in regard to the activities of those in power and the militaries they control, the consequences will soon be total. All right? Uh, deadly doses, U.S. labs uh, close after mishandling highly infectious pathogens. The Center of Disease Control and Pre Prevention have closed two labs after it was found that they had dangerous mistakes um, when uh, transporting pathogens like anthrax. The CDC's director has called the errors unacceptable and potentially deadly. In response to a series of laboratory blunders, the CDC announced the closure of two labs on Friday. The, or the organization has also placed a temporary ban on the transportation of dangerous pathogens for high security labs. Um, let's see. Uh, a report carried out by the CDC revealed that over the past 10 years, disease labs have mistreated potentially deadly pathogens. And the article goes on, but I'm going to tell you, but basically, guys, we're getting uh, we're getting blasted from all sides. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. All sides. And here's here's an audio piece that I want yeah. to play. Okay. In debt we trust. gather DNA from uh, patients, okay, from the public. Imagine that. Yeah. yeah. It says here, the White House has officially admitted. What are we looking at? officially admitted that fake vaccination programs have been used in the United States as a cover for co covertly stealing DNA samples from the public as part of the so-called war on terror. The aim of the scheme uh, carried out in the Middle East was to use DNA analysis to identify suspected terrorists who would then be targeted to be killed by the United States. Huh. As the New York Times reported in 2011, in the months before Osama bin Laden was killed, Central Intelligence Agency ran a phony vaccination program on, in Abbottabad, Pakistan, as a ruse to, uh, as a ruse rather, to obtain DNA evidence from members of Bin Laden's family, thought to be holed up in the expansive compound there. Hmm. CIA agents recruited a senior Pakistani doctor to organize the vaccine drive in, uh, in Abbottabad, even uh, stating starting the project in a poorer part of town to make it look more authentic, reported the Guardian. This scheme, first unveiled in 2011, is the first time in, U in history that the U.S. government has been forced to admit using a public health activity to secretly 
and illegally harvest DNA from the public and attempt to assassinate one individual. How exactly could a vaccination program harvest DNA from people? It's a simple matter, really. As the Guardian explains, nurses could have been trained to withdraw some blood in the needle after administering the drug. White House says it uh, will not use fake vaccination programs to gather DNA and kill people. Now the White House says it will no longer use fake vaccination campaigns as a tactic uh, in the war on the terror. I don't believe it. Yeah. And the people of the world are supposed to automatically trust this promise, even though it comes from the exact same regime that ran the deceptive vaccination operation in the first place. It's almost as if the White House is saying, yeah, we ran a fake vaccination op, we harvested the DNA of your children, we lied to your people under the cover of public health, and we got caught. But now you can trust us, we promise. And this seemingly ludicrous promise just surfaced this week as part of a White House announcement that the United States would not use vaccination programs to cover for spy operations, according to Yahoo News. The White House is concerned that because of CIA's use of fake vaccination programs in the the past, people in the Middle East no longer trust vaccines. Gasp, imagine that. (laughs) That is why... That has nearly the the entire medical establishment freaked out, terrified that somebody somewhere might say no to vaccines and thereby destroy the entire human civilization with with polio. Check here to read uh, recent stories on uh, the the World Health Organization's fear-mongering and hysterics surrounding the fabricated polio global health emergency. According to Yahoo News, White House terrorism advisor uh, Lisa Monaco has now relayed the new claim to the deans of 13 public health schools in the United States. She reportedly added, the agency will not seek to obtain or exploit DNA or other genetic material acquired through such programs. Once again, confirming the CIA has been using fake vaccination programs to acquire DNA samples in order to track down human targets for termination. you know, Lovely. giving blood samples to your police department, okay, of your children, okay, oh, and things idea. like that. They get, you know, they're gathering these databases all over the world, all over the country, all right, and it's just sick, sick shit. And right? who knows what they're going to do with your DNA. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, all this uh, uh, validates the true description that vaccines have been used as weapons of war against individuals the United States considers to be its enemies. I remember reporting on this several years ago and being called a conspiracy theorist for doing so. Yet once again, the facts have emerged that proof us correct in being intelligent conspiracy analysts who investigate deception in the world. As I've been seen, as I've since written, anyone who believes there are no such things as conspiracies is mentally retarded. <laughs> the White House, in fact, is openly admitted it ran a vaccine conspiracy as a tactic of warfare. A conspiracy merely consists of two or more people plotting to deceive others. This fake vaccination scheme was, by definition, an elaborate conspiracy. Uh, see? This goes on quite a ways. Oh, but uh, it's, really, it's really amazing right, that um, this has happened. Five amazing uses for vaccines, as proven by recent history. Administering mercury. Vaccines do have their uses. Ultimately, they're uh, really great at these five things. Administering mercury to the population. 
covertly harvesting DNA from the public. Providing a cover story for the CIA operation. Injecting millions of people with stealth cancer viruses. Training the population to practice medical obedience. But vaccines are really, really terrible at doing the things that one thing they claim to be all about, that preventing infectious diseases. <laughs> it turns out that the best defense against infectious diseases are excellent nutrition intake from a wide variety of fresh plants, good public hygiene and public sanitation systems, heavy levels of vitamin D across the healthy level, levels of vitamin D across the population, regular hand washing by medical staff and patients, Deliberate exposure to friendly microbes and soils and even farm animals. And avoidance of exposure to immunosuppressive substances such as tobacco, smoke, or heavy metals. And if you'd like to learn the historical truth about vaccines versus infectious disease, read the outrageous book by the Outstanding book. By Suzanne Humphreys entitled Dissolving Illusions, Disease, Vaccines, <laughs> and the Forgotten History. Her, her website also features a huge collection of eye opening graphs citing uh, scientific evidence that completely contradicts the false vaccination narrative currently being pushed by the US government. Right? They show a graph here which is really interesting. Um, but if vaccines alone cause a decline, then why did nearly all of this decline in measles happen before the introduction of measles vaccine? Huh. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. See that? Yep. Yeah. It's really funny. The decline happened in the measles. Uh, it was introduced in 1968, and it, and it was already, measles was already flatlined, okay, in 68. Uh, so, you know, they, they, the height of the measles was in uh, 1838. Oh, really? Yeah, and it went all it went down every year uh, for, After that. for a, uh, a century, okay? Uh, and then uh, it flatlined in, uh, at the lowest levels when, uh, in 1968, when the vaccination was introduced, which is kind of ridiculous when you think about it. Yeah, that's weird. It's the same with polio vaccine. The same thing happened there. Polio was already uh, on the way out. On the way out. Well, because they improved, too. they improved sanitation. That's what changed. Yeah. Uh, that's what prevented polio. Smallpox, too. Yeah. Uh, did I read this about Trulia? No. No, no, no. You were going to read it, but didn't. Yeah. We just have like two minutes. Yeah, I think this is important to, for people to know, because if you're taking this artificial sweetener, uh, uh, Trulia, I have some of this in my, in my I'm going to throw it out, uh, in my uh, cabinet. Petruvia sweetener, a powerful pesticide, scientists shocked as fruit flies die in less than a week from eating GMO-derived uh, erythritol. Now, this trivia is supposed to be natural. I thought it was. Oh, yeah, that's what they say. It's supposed to be a... a, a trivia sweetener is made from about 99% ethritol, a sugar alcohol and 5% rabiana, an extract from the stevia plant, uh, but not at all the same thing as stevia. Ah, okay. See, I didn't know that. Okay, Stevia is supposed to be the thing that's good for it. Uh, shocking new published uh, in the journal has found that the Truvia, Truvia, an alternative sweetener manufactured by food giant Cargill, is a potential insecticide. It kills, kills fruit, fruit flies when consumed. The study is titled um, 
Etrigal and non nutritive trivia are sweetener in the main component of trivia. Um, the study found that while fruit flies normally live between 39 and 51 days, those that ate the trivia ingredient ethanol died in less than a week. Etrigal made from yeast fed genetically modified corn derivatives. Etrigal is often de indirectly derived from genetically modified uh. corn, by the way. Cargill was forced to settle a class action suit last year for labeling trivia natural when it uh, actually made from a fermentation process. They never changed that. Okay, well, maybe maybe they did, because I've had that stuff for years, a couple of years. Cargill plays word games in this process, insisting that ethrithal is not derived from corn or dextrose feedstock. It is derived from the yeast organism. Yay, okay. Yeah, okay, but the yeast are fed GMOs. So they're playing mind games with their explanation. There is a verified non-GMO uh, ethanol available today, by the way, and it's made by Pure Brands based in Florida. Okay, well, I, I'm going to throw this crap out. Yeah. Right. We've come right to the end of our yeah. show. It's 9 o'clock. Okay, if you want to verify that, please go to naturalnews.com uh, and check out all these stories. Uh, yeah. Very, very good. So good night, everybody. We thank you for joining us tomorrow night. Uh, we are going to be joined by Peter Matthews, an author of a new book. Um, what's the book? Uh, I have it here with me. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, democracy, for for yeah, yes. democracy for Some. Yeah, Democracy for Some. And uh, it's a great book. Uh, it talks about... It talks uh, about the advantages of being in the 1% and the disadvantages for the rest uh, of for us. For the rest of us, yeah. So good night, everybody. And thanks for joining us. And join us tomorrow right here at 8 o'clock. Lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.